All right, we are back for a special episode of Bucks and Brews. Uh, this is our three-part series on what is your debt? Why do you have debt? I don't know what the hell we're calling this, Nick. Do you know what we're calling this? Uh, normal people with debt. <laughs> sure, normal people with debt. So uh, Vanessa likes listening to us, and I've known Vanessa for many, many years now. She likes listening to us because we're regular guys, and you know we just kind of shoot the shit. So while we're shooting the shit here um, – I am enjoying a peanut butter and jelly this morning. I have Saugatuck Brewing's peanut butter porter with go. Virtue Ciders Miss Michigan Cherry. So this is fantastic. It's a nice cider and dark. A porter. Huh. And, and, and it drinks well. A cider and a porter mix, huh? It does. That's pretty good. I say, um, this week, uh, so I have West 6th Brewing. Uh, pay it forward, coconut porter. Um say let's see thanks for helping us pay it forward for every six pack west six will give 50 cents to organizations doing great work in the community so um you know i figured hey if they're gonna donate money i'm gonna go ahead and help them donate the money <laughs> Can't beat that. yeah so um yeah I, I, actually i just have a a few two, three, twelve sitting in front of me, and uh, I'm pretty excited about them. All righty, Vanessa, you drinking anything? A Coke Classic. There you go. <laughs> hey. Nothing wrong with Coca Cola. Our last uh, talk on debt, I had cherry Coca Cola because it was 9 a.m. on a Sunday, and I didn't feel like drinking yet. Um, well, I'm still heading out hunting this afternoon, so I got you, you know. <laughs> we'll try to make this short and sweet for you then. Oh, you're fine. I got plenty of time. No big deal. I uh it's a real real quick side thing uh for those that are watching and listening. Um my my car got broken into this weekend and the only thing they actually took out of the car was uh I had a glass bottle of coke that was unopened <laughs> that I was saving for the next day. Um yeah, I mean it, everything else is cleaned out of the car, but yep. Yeah, so the only thing they took was was coke. So Right? Coke, Coke is a good thing. It was to be. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Oddside and Rochester Mills, who both liked our last tweet because we were we were drinking Rochester, while well, I was drinking Rochester Mills and Nick was drinking Oddside, so we were excited about that. Nick's got the milkshake stout holiday pack of, there. 12 days of milkshake, dude. We do it every year. We've been doing it for, I think it's our fourth year now, fifth year, whatever it might be. Um, uh, yeah, Courtney and I do this every year. So, we'll give another uh, little Rochester shout out to them there. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So, so full disclosure, I met with Vanessa. We're thinking it was about the end of August. And yep. she said, hey, I'm looking at some student loan debt and some other debts. And I really want to start getting stuff paid off and get to the point where my money's my money and it's not working for everybody else. So we probably met for about an hour and a half and I, I kind of laid out everything for her. And I got to say uh, out of the people I've met with, and I've met with a, you know, a lot of people on finances, Vanessa's probably the one that excites me the most because she literally started doing everything we talked about. A couple of weeks ago, she sent me a spreadsheet where she's tracking all of her spending. So she knows where everything's going. I was so excited to see it. I, I think she's going to have some really good information to give us today. And I'm, I'm really excited about this one, Nick. And I'm, I'm going to let you go with a lot of questions because I know you have a lot of questions on people's debt and why they have it. So 
I'll kind of turn that over to you there. Uh, so Vanessa, mm-hmm. um, all right. So walk me back through um, where where your debt kind of came from, and I guess what it took you to realize you had debt um, that that you wanted to care about. I mean, people usually know they have debt, but yeah. What, what um, so my biggest debt is my student loans. Um, I I started off as a single mom trying to go back to school. Um, I didn't finish. Had a nervous breakdown. Um, <laughs> so I was a single mom for many years. Um, so the student debt kind of just accumulated. It was a combination of um, late payments, deferments, interest just continually accruing. Um, so that's always been there. Um, the the collections we had or I had was medical debt for my son. Um, when he was young, we had a, he had a lot of medical issues. We're still working through those. Um, things were tight, you know, and so it just kind of accumulated. Um, and then the credit card debt was just stupidity. Um, you know, you I, I lied to myself and um, oh, as soon as as soon as I make a payment, I'll or as soon as I buy something, I'll pay it off. It was a Disney card. Um, cause I love Disney and it was, you know, you accrue points and can spend on vacations or whatnot. And then the next thing, you know, there's like $10,000 on there, um, you know, on one card or multiple cards. Uh, that was one. That was one. Um, the Amazon card was started. Um, I needed a computer. I was trying to go back to school. Um, okay, and so. then that, that one for the most part stayed under control. What I thought was control. Um, my husband and I both use it still. Um, but we, we try to pay that off. I mean, there's still a little bit of money left on there to pay, but, um, you know, that has like our Amazon prime is, is automatically charged to that. Um, so, but that's it. It was the, the collections, the student debt. And then recently, um, we purchased a new car for me. I had to, um, and so that I'm not as concerned about. I mean, my husband's name is also on that, but the other stuff was in my name. Sure. So I want to, I want to break down student debt a little bit. Um, I mean, you kind of answered a real quick, but student debt, I'm assuming, I'm assuming just cause you, you mentioned the laptop, right? You didn't just use it for no. what, what I would assume student debt. Like when I, I went into student debt, just so everybody knows, right? Because I mean, I, they, they, they make you prepay theoretically for school. And I, at the time I didn't have like, let's call it $10,000 um, after my scholarship money to, to do it. So I, I took that on, but I paid for my books with cash. I paid for my housing cause I stayed at home. Um, right. So now, I mean, my laptop, I, I paid cash. Like I didn't, I didn't rack up anything except for the educational part um, of debt. Right. So um, it sounds like you, I mean, did, did you finance your books? Did you finance? I had to finance everything. Um, at that point I was, I want to say 25. Um, I had been living on my own since I was 19. Um, I had my daughter at 21. I left her dad. Um, and I came back home. Um, and then I kind of bought a house and then I tried to go back to school. So there was a lot going on. I was young, um, naive, 
sure. you know, um, I didn't really have a lot of financial um, education for my parents. I mean, you know, but well, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that's what you find a lot is, um, you know, parents, parents aren't teaching that stuff to their kids, right? Like they're, you kind of watch, you watch what they do. And I mean, right. Like even, even my own daughter, who's five, right. She, when she wants something, she's like, just swipe your card. And I'm like, Nope, I'm failing at this. Like, hey, that money, and I, and I like I stop her even in the store. Like, I'll have a line of people, and like I don't care. I'm like, this money that I'm swiping on here is financially backed by cash that I have in a bank. Like, you need mm-hmm. it, and and she's like, oh, okay. I was like, so right, if we don't have this in the bank, it's not it's not like you can just go out and swipe real money. I don't want her to understand um, leverage until later. I'm teaching her slowly. Um, well, and I, I, think it, I think it's tough for parents too, because, you know, they don't necessarily understand money and they're trying to, you know, live, a lot of them are living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I, I know my parents I, did. Yeah. And I know when I was growing up, you know, we didn't have money issues. We did anything we wanted to do. So I didn't have a healthy respect for, you know, how hard it was to make money. I just, I didn't have that. So I had a lot of, you know, missteps when I was young and I learned from those. And I, I, it's the reason we do this because we need people to understand that, you know, it's not because you're stupid, but that's used a great word, naive. You're naive. You just don't, you don't know what you don't Mm -hmm. know. Sure. And and that's, that's part of the, the step that you need to take to figure out, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing. So let's talk to people that do, and I'll learn from them. You know, and when I went back to school, I went to Davenport and I'll be honest, me too. Um, they did not explain things to me. They just, you know, said, it's going to cost this much. We can get you a student loan sign right here. Okay. I need this class. And I signed away. Um, I had no idea the debt that I was in until I had to drop out of school and the bill started coming in. Sure. Um, I mean, I kind of had the same thing, like to Davenport, right? Like, um, you know, I hear, I hear people can literally like, I didn't, I don't know how, how to finance the the housing side of things or, you know, even in college, like normal college, right. You can finance the food plans. I mean, um, you hear people constantly like financing everything else. And I don't, I don't know how that works. So like with you, I mean, did they just give you like a line of credit or did they just give you like a big lump sum? Because I don't know, for some reason, maybe, maybe it's just because I said, I, I only want to finance like my classes. Right. So then I went in and signed just for my classes and everything else was on me. I had to um, finance books. I was living off campus because I was a mom. Um, yep. I had bought my own house at that point. Um, so, you know, they said, well, put your books on your account. And then when your student loans come in, it will pay that off and it will pay your classes. Okay. Great. You know, I can get my books, I can go to class and all I have to do is sign this piece of paper and I can go to class. And they yeah. didn't explain to me. I, I, I honestly don't even remember the amounts that they said I was signing for. Yeah. I just signed it. I, say, I, had a, I had a half ride scholarship to Davenport for, uh, for bowling. Um, so I had, to finance, <laughs> I had to finance the other half. Um, yep. And so like, I, I think it's exactly it. like my mom would never co-sign for anything. Um, still hasn't. Um, 
And so, right, it was literally just, hey, just sign this saying you'll pay it, you'll pay us back um, for the classes. And I, I think, I wish colleges were held more accountable, right? I wish they did something like a credit poll or explain this. I mean, right, they're an educational system. They should educate on all levels. Um, you know, it, I'm seeing, so how much student debt did you rack up? Davenport, so for everybody that doesn't know, Davenport University is a private university, right? It's, it, it's not Expensive. cheap. It's not cheap. And um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, so um, I, I've been out of school for, for many years. Um, like I said, with deferments and late payments, it's about 75,000. Okay. Um, 70. So, wow. Okay. How long, yeah. <laughs> how long did you go to school and um, less than three years, how, less than three years. Yes. So you still have, you still have a year and a half or so to go. Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'll be honest, the last two semesters, I failed all the classes because I was in the middle of a nervous breakdown. Um, sure. I was heavily medicated after that semester, the final semester. Um, but yeah. So, so you, went, it's, you, you went from student debt to medical debt because of the medication. I mean, you, you kind of, yeah, you kind of <laughs> hit, hit, hit a back-to-back -back debt thing. Yeah. Um, well, so we, we're talking about this and, you know, I, I really want people to realize when we're talking about student debt, it's a hot issue right now because, you know, Biden's talking about forgiving student loans under such an amount of money, which I think they're talking about 50000 And all the comments I see to the negative are, you know what? I paid for my student loan. They should have known better. It's their own problem. Here's the problem. You're taking an 18 to 22 year old kid and saying, you don't have to worry about this. Pay for it later. It's not a big deal. You'll get a job and then you just pay it off. It's, it's great. It's easy. And this kid's going, Oh, that sounds perfect. So they just sign. They don't know what the hell they're signing because they're not having getting any real guidance on anything. And you know, when their parents went to college, if they went to college, these were subsidized loans. So interest didn't even start until six months after they graduated. Now they're unsubsidized. So interest starts from day one. Right. And and they don't, you know, one thing I'll give viewers knowledge of is Right. While you're in school, they don't keep telling you how much debt you have. You sign mm -hmm. basically per per loan. And mm -hmm. so, yes, like it's your responsibility to write it down. But I remember I literally um, for the for the year that I went right, I just signed for one. Like I had all my classes planned out for the full year type thing. Just signed for it. Um, but I can see like in your shoes, right, where it's it's not like you get like a billing statement constantly where, hey, semester number one, you went and bought you know, uh, economics 101 book, uh, English, you know, 101 stuff like it doesn't, and it doesn't say, Hey, here's the, the things you bought, right. You just went in and said, put it on my tab, walked mm -hmm. away. And then you had this big giant thing. And when you're done, they finally tell you, Hey, how much you owe. Um, I was, I was the crazy one who, cause I went to grant or I went to grant community college first paid cash for all of that. Um, because I was working, um, like a 50 plus hour a job week and going to school, you know, 21 credit hours. Um, I was nuts, but, uh, you know, then I go to this thing where I'm financing things and I was like, well, if I paid that, I didn't realize like the, I mean, the credit hour at CC, I don't even remember 70 bucks an hour, like here it's like 400, right. 
I mean, mm-hmm. so in my mind, it was like, just keep, keep working and paying um, and I'll get it paid off. And so, but I had like, I had, to, it took so long for me to find who to call, uh, how to make a payment to them. And then they, they bite you because they're like, Hey, if you start making payments, you can't stop making payments unless this, you know, and I'm like, well, I, I want to make payments. You know, I technically you tell me I don't have to make a payment until the end, but if I start, you can't stop. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, even if I want to just pay off my interest, right. <laughs> just so I walk out with, with 10 K. Um, and you know, say I, I know I fell into the trap one time where I, you know, I was probably $5,000 ahead, right. In my loan out of the 10 K. I didn't have to, um, I didn't have to make a payment. They're like, Oh, you don't have to make a payment because like how it works is right. You only have to pay. Um, you, you, you only have to make a payment if money is owed. And so I think I took like a December off one time for Christmas because I was like, ah, I'll just get it. I'll get it later. Um, went all out on Christmas, probably, probably my first Christmas with my wife or something, <laughs> you know, and then January was right back at it. But you know, not, not having a statement kind of come every month is just a little different. So. Well, and I, 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 I'm going to make a statement and it's probably going to anger some people, but I'm going to make it anyways. So when, when we're looking at student loan debt, I think you need to realize that there, there's two things at play here. One is if they get in a ton of student loan debt, you're basically at the mercy of whatever job you have and they'll be an obedient worker. Okay. Right. They'll, You'll do what you're told to do because you need to keep making those payments. And in all honesty, they're never getting paid off because you're never going to make enough money to pay them off. You know, Vanessa's looking at $75,000 in debt. And, you know, I know some of the jobs she worked at because she worked with my wife at some places. There was a place they worked extremely hard. They were making like $10, $11 an hour. And it was a very technical position they were in, but that was the going rate of pay at that point. So you're never getting out of student debt making 11 bucks an hour you're just not and we, you know the second point we talk about stimulating the economy you know what stimulates the economy uh having money to spend and i realized that these kids took on all this debt and now they're in their 30s and 40s and they can't pay for this debt but you want to make them better members of society get rid of some of this debt for them I'm go buy a house right. go buy a car so right on a on a my fear, my fear about getting rid of student debt is it'll allow people to to make bad decisions because they know that stuff's going to be forgiven, right? Like, I mean, handouts, you know, people, they'll go finance. So, I mean, I'm not technology. I just know a few things, right? Like I own a, an HP. I can see that. Um, I own an HP laptop. I probably paid 200 bucks for it. Where in college, I had a friend that had an Alienware right? Which cost him four grand. I thought it was awesome. Like keyboards could change color. And I I feel like people will play the system because they know that that's just going to get paid off. So I think there's got to be there. I mean, I can see, you know, I was that person in the beginning. I was, you know, um, but people have to take accountability. I mean, you have to realize, I, I think honestly that schools, high schools need to bring back just a basic life class. You know, I joined the military after high school and I didn't, I still didn't have to worry about, I mean, my housing was paid, my medical was paid. I I never saw a medical bill. Um, When I had my daughter, I'll tell you, um, even though 
I was on a military base. Um, she was born in a civilian hospital. The only funds that I had to pay was $25 to have my child. All medical visits, the hospital, everything was $25 um, for the food that I ate, the crappy food that I ate in the hospital because um, in the military, you get a food allowance. So therefore you should have been able to pay for that. So I think even those, you know, going into the military, they don't have the knowledge. They're not given that um, basic economic, here's how life works kind of lesson. Sure. Now well, the, military, the military didn't pay part of it for you? Pay, they for paid college? all the medical. Oh, sorry, for college? Um, no, because I got out too early. I, I took an early out when I had my daughter. Um, so I was not in long enough to get the GI Bill. Okay. Nick, Nick and I are, you know, kind of opposite ends of, of the forgiving student loans thing. And I'm, I'm going to qualify this by saying, do I think you should get it for free? No, not necessarily. What I think is, if you're making a $500 payment and $450, $95 goes to pay your interest. That's bullshit. Okay. We need to lower the interest rates for these kids. We need to make it more affordable for them to go to school and be paying 20% interest. They should be paying four. I think my highest one is 6.8. Which is um, fantastic. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then you had mentioned, uh, you, you have Amazon, you have a Disney credit card, mm -hmm. medical. Um, so in total, I mean, I guess from what I'm hearing, right, 75, a bunch of medical, which we don't know. I mean, you're, you're at over $100,000 in debt. Yep. I was right. when I talked to David. Yep. Okay. So a couple months ago, we talked to David. What did you do and kind of where where is it at now? Is it working? Is it not working? Um, well, the first thing David told me to do was to get a handle on the collections. So that following Monday, um, I started calling the collections agencies. All, I think I had four of them, four different agencies with accounts. Um, three of them are paid off. Um, one of them, it was only 150 bucks. That was the first one I called. They did not take... Um, settlements for anything less than 500. So I had to pay the full 150. The other two, um, I was able to, the first one, they just said, okay, yep, you make a one-time payment, we'll settle it for this. And then the third one, um, which was medical debt, they had to have that approved. Um, so they called me back like two weeks later and I was able to get that a one-time payment paid off and they settled for less. And I do have the amounts of what they settled for. The third one, um, the third one or the fourth one is RMP. And I'll tell you, they're not very nice to work with. Um, the guy was very rude. And when I said that I would make a one-time payment, but I would like to settle, um, he said, well, it's gonna take like 30 days for us to contact all these accounts. And I said, okay, um, they have yet to call me back. I mean, I, it's my responsibility to call them as well. I mean, granted, but they, they're not willing really to work with me. And so that one's kind of at a standstill. Um, that was my biggest one. 
I think it's at 2300 is what I owe them. End of story. So the, the one we know you paid 150, the other two, what were they at? What did you settle for? Um, let's see. I have it right here. Hold on. I think this is great. Like, I mean, you, you meet, you meet and then literally take action just a couple of days later. Yep. And, and now we're looking at savings just instantly. So this is, this is really cool for us to, uh, so, okay. So, um, portfolio recovery, um, I owed $332. They settled for 282.61. So that saved me $49 and 39 cents. Um, the other one was allied and David, after I talked to you, this one was actually higher than what I thought it was. Cause there was, um, one that wasn't listed on my credit karma. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> that was a one-time payment. Um, hold on a second. Let me, let me see what it was before the settlement with that other one that was added in. So that was $771.66. I made a one-time payment of $606.59 and that saved me $165.07. You saved over $200 settling those two ones. Yep. And yeah, both, both of them pretty much gave you a 20% one-time payoff. Yep. Um, and then now did you, so when you called, you said, hey, I, you know, I want to settle one time. Did you get a piece of paper that said, hey, do this? I mean, you have to sign anything? Um, nope. Um, I had to agree to certain terms verbally, which they recorded. And yep. then um, I have received the three letters stating that my debt is paid and my account is at zero and they are satisfied with my payment. And when did you make these payments? Um, 9.15 was one um, nine, eight and nine, 14. Oh, perfect. So we have two months in between. Have you checked your credit in the past two months? Yes. And it's gone up. Um, I've looked at credit karma. I kind of keep that one. It's kind of where I looked at all this stuff. Um, sure. TransUnion went up. I can look at it if you want me to, but, um, Equifax went up a little bit but the TransUnion went up quite a bit. Sure. So, so inst instantly you've seen results. I mean, yep. um, you know, it, so you already have a house, so it's not a big deal. Um, but you have letters say saying that these are paid off. Mm -hmm. You saved 200 and something dollars. Uh, gosh, two, 225 roughly um, just on the, the two payments that you made. Now the Disney one, are you in collections on Disney? No, those are all um, up to date. Okay. So do you still have the, oh, they're up to date. So you've paid down yes. the, 10, the 10 grand on it then. Um, I'm down to, what did I, um, so the Amazon, when I talked to David was at a little over 2000, it was at 2045. That's down to 1638. So I've paid about $400 off of that. Um, the Disney was at $8,839. 
that's down to seven six seventy six hundred. So I've I'm five dollars short of two thousand dollars that I've paid off. Um. So, do you care to share, um, like roughly how much you guys are making in a household? With my husband's income, we're over a hundred. But I'm sorry. Is he helping you pay this debt? <clears throat> I, yes and I, no. I'm going to say this. I, I'm jumping in here. So I think they have a very interesting situation, and I kind of like the way it <laughs> works. So he didn't sign up for any of this debt, and he doesn't feel responsible for any of this debt. I don't blame him one bit, but he's willing the to The student help. loans. The student right, loans. Right, he's right. like, you're on your own. But he's um, the, willing to help with everything that's yes, out there. Yes. Sure. Um, our bills are separate. Okay. Um, he pays the house payment. He makes all repairs. He pays the insurance, the medical insurance. Um, my responsibilities are my student debt, pay my credit card, my cell phone bill, because um, I was paying my daughters for a while too. I pay the electric bill. I pay the garbage bill. Um, we don't have water and sewer, bless you, because we live in the country. Um, and then I buy groceries. Okay. So when we bought the new car, the agreement was that he would pay half because he knew I couldn't afford it. Um, but it's since been, I've taken over the full payment. He's helping okay. with groceries a little bit more than he was. So we kind of split some of the responsibilities. Um, when sure. I came to him about getting this debt paid off, I said, look, you know, if the one of them that's still not paid, I said, if they'll make a one-time payment, can I, can you help me pay this? And he said, here's my checkbook, you know? Um, so, okay. it's, and he, he gave me $500 to pay on the, um, the Amazon card because some of it was his. So sure. it's not that he, you know, but, but he makes all the house repairs. He, you know, I have a new car now, but he was making all the vehicle repairs. He was, so he does wait, make way more than I do. Sure. But no, I say, and that's, um, so he's, I mean, he's not paying your debt. So right. I guess walk me through um, well, first, I want to kind of go back to you owe eighty eight thirty seven and seventy six hundred roughly on two accounts. Have you tried to call those credit cards and settle instantly? Um, just I don't like have the funds to settle instantly. Okay. Um, even if you took a HELOC on your house, he would not agree to that. Okay. So no, it's but right. I mean if. I mean, credit card companies I find are usually like if you have debts, man, you can you could probably get at least a twenty-five to thirty percent. Um, like, hey, I'll pay you right now, like cash. Um, I think with you making payments, I mean, you've made substantial payments in like the two months that you've talked to David. So I think they're gonna. I don't know if they'd be willing to work because they're already looking at you making big payments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, this lady's gonna pay us. Um, but. Uh, no, I, I think, uh, I think that's, that's fantastic that you've, I mean, you've knocked off. So, right. If my numbers are correct, like granted, you got a little bit of money from him, like 500 bucks. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but where did you find this, this literal, like two grand, 2000 bucks to, to make this payment? Where'd you find this money? 
I work my paycheck. Like I told David, I had to take responsibility. And after I talked to David and, you know, um, I'm making good money now. And I really had to look at where my money was going because I, I couldn't account for it. I had a spending problem. It's that's plain and simple. And once I bared down and said, this has got to stop this, this insanity living paycheck to paycheck at what I was making. Granted, it's not as much as my husband. Um, I mean, I'm probably only going to make about 35,000 this year, but I don't have the responsibilities that my husband has. And there was no reason that I should be living this way. There is no reason that I had to borrow money from him for gas or, you know, um, I had a spending problem. Sure. And so I bared down and managed where my money was going. I, nothing went in and out without me documenting it, categorizing it, color coding it and adding it up at the end of the month to really see where it was going. Well, I, I want to say this and, and Vanessa, correct me if I'm wrong on, on what we're talking about here. So we, I checked in with you, I don't know, three weeks a month after we first talked and you're like, if I'm wrong on the category, correct me. I can't, I couldn't believe how much I was spending eating out. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like a lot. And then all of a sudden when you start tracking it, you're like, holy crap, I spent $200 last month eating out. Why the hell did I do that? It was more than that. That's just it. And yeah. and the sad part is it, it's basically because we were being lazy. Uh, yeah. We literally have a meat, a freezer full of meat. We bought half a cow, half a pig. Um, we now have two deer in our freezer. You know, it's, it's packed and there was no reason that we should have been eating out as much as we were. Sure. No. And that's, I, I, right. I think we're all guilty of it, especially during these holiday times for sure, where it's like, you're overwhelmed, you're out shopping all day, you're doing whatever. I mean, granted, I'm still old school. I go in person to buy gifts or go to small businesses. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember there was one time I, I think we spent probably 2,800 bucks going out to eat one month. I mean, it was just astronomical, right? But usually it's like, usually it's, hey, we're going to these breweries. We're, you know, spend, spending a couple hundred bucks because, you know, at the, back then it was, hey, you know, we're meeting up with friends that are in town. We're doing this and it's just kind of covering it. And so it just adds up insane. Um, so now you're, so you, you, you're tra- tracking, you're tracking everything, which I, like, that's what we tell people all the time. Like, right, track, track your money because, I mean, you say I don't spend, I'm going to promise you, you do, right? If you make any income and you don't spend any income, that doesn't make any sense. Like if you, I don't make anything, I don't spend anything, I'm broke. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, well, I have, you know, I have this or I have, okay, so that, that's, that's, that's called an expense. Well, my job is, let's call it income. Okay. We need, we need to get you to understand, Hey, these two work together. Um, no, yeah, I, I I worked from home before all this, before COVID started. Um, so I don't have a clothing bill. You know, I, my commute is 15 steps down the hallway. So I I'm spending less in gas now. Um, I don't have to buy the cute clothes to wear the office. I don't have to go out to eat at lunch. I can go to my refrigerator. So those expenses were way down, but I still wasn't able to account for where my money was going. Sure. Well, I mean, you have kids that live at home still? 
I have a nine-year-old. Um, my daughter is 21 on her own. Um, she's still, um, messages us every night, you know, not just for money, but there was just last month. She's like, Hey, look, you know, she needed to borrow some money. Obviously I couldn't give it to her. My husband did, <laughs> but, um, that's his girl, even though it's a stepdaughter, that's his girl. So he was like, Hey, you send my girl 500 bucks. I was like, I'd like $500. Right. Like, I, well, I, was your girl. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> no. And that's right. So it, it, it's, and it sucks, right? Cause it's, it's a great thing to have a parent that doesn't necessarily say no. Right. But I mean, do you guys have a talk? I guess it's, you know, this gets personal, but that's kind of what our podcast is. I mean, do you have a talk with her about why she's behind on money? I mean, do you, do you no, know? because she's a very responsible, she's very responsible. Um, at one point she was working two jobs. Um, and she's down to one job. Now we know that, um, she left her boyfriend of two years and she was living with friends. There was six people with her in this apartment, two cats, a bearded dragon. And I don't even know what else is in this apartment. So um, she got an apartment. And so she had the down payment. She had most of that. She paid all of that herself. She had the first month's rent, you know, um, security deposit. She had all of that. What she needed help with was the turn on expenses and groceries and okay. she asked for there was one bill that she had forgot about um and so she borrowed a hundred dollars and she paid my husband back that friday and then she asked him for some money um she said she would appreciate 200 just to help buy groceries my husband gave her 500 okay. she didn't ask for that Sure. She was shocked. Um, so she doesn't typically ask us for money. Um, her school is paid for, so we didn't have to pay for that. While she was in school, I did pay for her cell phone. Um, but now that she's out of school, she pays her own cell phone. She typically does not ask us for money. So sure. when she does, we know she needs it. Sure. No, that's a, I mean, it, it's a good thing. And you have, you know, I know, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey or anything mm -hmm. uh, or any other financial people, right? Um, I, you know, Dave Ramsey is very, uh, I mean, it, I, I think he comes from, from, I mean, he does come from a religious side of things. Um, so I guess that's why he tells everybody like you and your spouse need to be a, like on the same accounts and you have to do this. And so like, and we talk about it on episodes, like my wife and I have separate accounts and we've talked about reasons why. So mm -hmm. like, you and your husband having separate accounts, right? I mean, sometimes it's for the better, right? Like, yes. It okay, was for us. You're over here building up credit card debt and he's not necessarily seeing it all. Um, but he's making sure that you guys are surviving on this mm -hmm. side, right? And it's going to take times where two months ago where it's like, hey, I'm in debt. And yeah, okay. Could he have like stopped it ahead of time or this and that? But again, when, when he comes into no. a marriage, <laughs> well, what I'm saying, when he comes into a marriage and you already have it right like mm -hmm. it's 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 you can't just collaborate worlds just like that and I think that's one big thing you know Dave Ramsey just thinks that everybody just stops and changes their life on the spot and I'm yeah. like yeah. you know like 
my big thing is to like stop you from getting farther in and then slowly working at it. Like everybody gives us crap because my wife and I got married at 21 years old. Um, yeah, we were just, you know, all so young and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, even 10 years in, we're still working on how to structure everything because right. When she, when she gets her promotions and starts making bigger money, like I, I don't change her things. I mean, when it comes to utilities, she pays those and, and stuff like that. But I, she needs to, I, yes, sometimes I put more on her, but um, you know, in the end it, it works out, it works out for us in a general, in a general way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, yes, it's our, you know, my wife will tell you, Hey, it doesn't feel like it's our money. And I understand where she's coming from, but there's a time, you know, there, there's, and, and when you say that for so long, finally, we created a, a vacation account, right? Where it was like, hey, this is proof that like both of us are, you know, like we can't say no at all in any way, shape or form on vacation money, right? Like if my wife wants stupid Big B or Starbucks, I mean, she doesn't do Starbucks anymore, um, but Big B, like every day, like I officially cannot say no or the local coffee shop in Nashville or anything that we're mm-hmm. at it's vacation money. We both like, you just cannot say no. Right. If I want a brand new bowling ball while on vacation. Okay. Um, I can't, I can't say no. Right. Or she can't say no, um, but no. What bowling you know, balls so, do you buy on vacation? Um, you know, if it's a good deal, it happens. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I'm at like over under two and a half and I'm taking the over. Uh, perfect. So not per vacation total. Oh, I've, I've bought more than two on vacation. for There sure. you go. I win. Yeah. Like, well, cause I mean, so the idea, the idea is, is when I go to nationals every year, um, I, I bring my bowling balls, but there's chances of like losing bags. So I constantly like save up money for the, Oh crap. I get there and my bags didn't show up. I still need to bowl. And I have enough friends that actually run in pro shops and things like that. They'll, they'll hook me up with screaming deals. So I get there and I'm like, well, I'm already here. I might as well drill up a bowling ball. <laughs> you know, I budgeted for it. Um, you know, or as I say, it, when we go to certain tournaments, I mean, some pro shops, man, they'll run such great deals for us. So, uh, you know, I, I have <laughs> I have the money lined up, and I'm like, I've been wanting this thing forever, and it's, today's the day I pull the trigger. So, um, no, I, I, think, I think with two grand, that's huge. So now – what uh when it when it comes to your debt i mean are you have have you started looking into the future of like what debts are going to be coming and how to attack them early no because i'm so far into i mean i have so much debt now that um well i guess you know my husband we want to sell our house and we want to move so I guess that honestly, that's kind of what triggered us all is okay. um, the house that we want is actually next door to his dad, where his dad lives. And eventually we plan on putting his mother, those two are divorced on the other side, they get along. Um, so we wanted to be, we wanted to buy a specific house. We know the current homeowners, we're friends with them. Um, they've given us first dibs when they decide to move, they're, they're older. Um, and I'm looking at this house and thinking, you know, we're comfortable where we're at and paying the debt. And my husband is comfortable 
working just 40 hours and not killing himself in overtime because he's also going to school and he's comfortable paying his bills. But if this house comes available, how are we going to afford it? And how is he going to handle that financially by himself? He can't. And so I was, I needed to tackle this debt and I needed to get the bulk of it, those credit cards paid off, the collections paid off. Um, in order to free up some of my money in order to help. Okay, so that brings me to my next question. Um, I mean, we know, we know you've paid two grand in the past two months, so it's a thousand bucks a month. Um, now, how much money will you be freeing up once your debt is done? Um, well, with the credit cards, you know, when, when the, um, the Disney credit card was almost $400 a month and Amazon was almost $200 a month. So that's $600 a month. That was just in credit card debt. Um, so at least 600 for the credit cards, um, the, the car payment, it's 500. I pay 550 cause I have been trying to pay on that. And I think it's like 528 or something a month. I've been paying 550. It's not a lot, but it's what I have. Is it in both of your um, names or is it in his name? Sorry. <laughs> it's in his name. I co-signed it to try to build my credit. Yep. Um, because he has way better credit. Yeah, we um, did that with my wife too. Yep. So, um, but that's in his name, but I pay it. What's his, so, what's your interest rate? It's under, it's, it's around five, I think. Man, I, how old is the car? We bought it literally the Saturday before she shut the state down in March. No, sorry. What year vehicle? It's a 2020. Oh, so you didn't get the 0%. Oh, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> say, um, at brand new car, I feel like you could probably refinance that right now. Um, even with the depreciation, have you looked into a bank to refinance that car for lower? I mean, interest rates on vehicles right now, uh, because, uh, you know, because you're a go-getter, uh, Monday, get on the phone, talk to some banks, say, Hey, this is what I have for a car. This is what we owe. Like I would have to talk to him first because it's in his name and he would sure. have to refinance it. Yeah. Which, I mean, but you could do all the legwork, right? You could talk to the banks and then get everything set up. And then, you know, this is what I tell my wife all the time, I guess. And, and, but Hey, if you, if you want to do something over here, like bring me all the, the data and say, Hey, we could save us money. We can do this. We can. And so, right. When you call banks and say, Hey, I have a 2020, I mean, right. Cause they're, yes, it's his, but you just say, Hey, I have a 2020. I, I owe this, this, and then they're going to go, okay. Yep. What's your credit? You, I mean, you know, his um, credit. You just go, Hey, yeah. I don't think that he's going to be willing to do that because, um, he has an older truck yep. and um, the transmission is going. So soon, probably then we would like, as all new vehicles go, he's going to have to get a new vehicle. It's not going to be new like my 2020, um, sure. but it'll still have to carry a debt. And so I don't think that he'll be willing to refinance the car. I, I guess I'm confused why, because I mean, all, all it'll do is it'll buy the exact he, amount of debt. He's very, I don't know. He's, um, 
I don't know how to explain him. <laughs> I love him to death, but sometimes um he doesn't want to pull on his credit, does he? I don't I think that's it. I, I think he doesn't want that because we are we do plan on selling the house. We do plan on getting him a new vehicle. We do have a lot going on and he's um I just well, don't think he's gonna be I mean I can talk to him. I certainly will. So I can tell you this. I know Capital One, for example, will do a soft pull on the credit so that it doesn't show up as an actual inquiry. And they'll give you options of what they could do for a rebuy. I did that with Dawn's vehicle because she's paying way more percentage-wise than I would like. She's at like four, two. And basically it came back saying, yeah, you're getting the best deal you're going to get. So what um moved on. So what, what are you guys with a credit union or with a bank or like, who'd you get your loan through on the car? Toyota financial. So here's, and, and again, this is all just me. Cause I love real estate. I really do. Um, I, I wish, uh, I wish I could talk to him and you at the same time, but so my suggestions, right. Because I, I, I want to see you get lower debt. So um, right. Tell him, Hey, if we're going to go buy a house, it'd be great to build a relationship with a bank or a credit union that we're going to get the next loan through. And so, right, go to, I don't know where you guys are living, but go to like Lake Michigan or go to community West or, or whatever these local credit unions are. Um, and, and see if they'll refinance it because they're going to refinance your loan to a lower rate, which isn't going to cost you anything. It's going to be free. Um, at this point, you're building a relationship with that bank so that way they'll notice that you're paying all of your debts perfectly. Um, you already have a debt with them. So they know your money and then they're going to, it's just going to be that much easier to get a loan on your next house. So I don't know what numbers you're looking at for the next house, but I mean, let's say you're, you're only approved for 300,000 and the house you go to buy is 305, right? There's going to be such a good chance that they're going to build that relationship or they're going to look at your car at that point. Well, Hey, if you can, you know, if we refinance this vehicle and let's say you have a second truck at this time or whatever, Hey, if we refinance these, if we pay this one off, give you more debt on the truck, like they're going to work so many different miracles just within that little bank to make sure that they finance that extra 5,000 bucks on your house that you're going to get. He does have his current vehicle through honor credit union. I love um, honor well, after our conversation with Dave, my conversation with David, um, he recommended I open up account at Honor and yes. they denied me because of my credit, because yeah. of my collections. They're, so, they're a very big commercial. Uh, so actually I'm working on a YouTube. Might as well be the first people to hear this. Um, somebody just bought a 12 unit from us, um, but we're working on a 24 unit um, right now. And Honor Credit Union is going to be our go-to and they're very big on like, we, we really want the best of the best and we're going to work on everything. So like building that relationship, um, uh, I knew the, I knew the, the loan officer when he was a loan officer, now he's vice president of commercial loans. I mean, uh, and, and so he keeps pitching me off to somebody else, but because I've built this relationship and I call him and I've never done a loan with them, which sounds really weird, but I've given him millions and millions of dollars into that company um, off of my friend referrals of people that are buying things. <laughs> um, so really, if, if your husband, if your husband already has a loan with them, say, Hey man, I, you know, 
I think we can do better on this and just know that we're going to be buying a house. So we want to build this relationship. Tell them exactly what your intentions are and they're going to work with you. Um, you know, we, I, I think that's just my big suggestion to you. Yeah. And, and when it comes to buying the next vehicle, like, all right. So when you, here's how my mind works, right? You said the truck is going down. He's probably going to buy another truck. He seems like a truck guy because once you have a truck, you always want one. Um, he needs a truck. Right. He does a lot of a lot of things for love. Today, he's working on his mother's roof. <laughs> yep. So, so that's where he's at. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, so right, what I would do is go go to Honor like instantly Monday. Say, hey, we're eventually going to need a truck. Um but we also are going to want this house and this is how much we think it's going to be. So can you tell me what the maximum I can spend on a truck to guarantee that I'm going to be able to, if everything stays the same, if I can, if I want to buy this house, let's say, I mean, cause you don't know when these people are selling, do you? No. Right? So um, can, can yeah. They're, they're older. Um, the one of them has medical issues, so it could be sooner than later. Yep. We're just kind of waiting. But plan, right. And I always plan for the, plan for the worst, hope for the best, um, right? Like at perfect timing. But I would go to them and, and they'll, you know, they'll tell your husband, I mean, yeah, it might not be the answer he wants where he, he granted, he already sounds like he doesn't want a 2020, but they'll say, hey, you can, you can go out and get a fifteen a $15,000 truck and it doesn't matter what, you know, they're going to tell you within the past seven years, I think, right? So, but he'll be able to go out and know exactly what he can spend. And so it gives him free time to, to get it. So that way you guys, your final end goal is still there and working with that bank mm-hmm. is huge for me. Um, again, and, and if you're doing three, two loans with them slash three loans with them in the future, you know, they're going to, they're going to give you the discount to get you in the door, knowing that you're buying another thing because right. So let's say, let's say you go from 4.5 down to three, you're going to, they're going to, they're going to lose, they're going to lose one, one and a half percent of what they could have had but now you're going to go with another 3% interest. I mean, technically in the end, right. When it all works out, they've just gained another 3%. And so they've gained one and a half on that last one. So in total, they're at six when they could have just had like 4.5, you know, so, um, and a 30 year mortgage on a house. I mean, they're going to get that and that's going to be money in the bank for them forever. So build, build yeah, those I, relationships. With the bank. I will talk to him. I'll tell you that this weekend's not a good weekend. He's working on his mother's roof and it's really yeah, bad. No, it, it, <laughs> you have to know him when to, when to strike when when the coals are hot that's when you have to like you know i know him so i i'll work on him but um it won't be monday <laughs> have, you know, have, have him watch this i mean trust me i i can't force anybody to do anything i can only give strong suggestions mm-hmm. of what i think financially is a smart thing um right i have i have friends that are in debt well, up to their eyeballs right like you know and- when i told him i was going to talk to david um he was kind of upset with me because i did not want to listen to what he had to say he um we we disagreed on how i should tackle my debt and i thought he was completely wrong and after talking to david he was completely wrong um so he looks at debt and he looks at finances completely different than what I do, what David does and what you're going to. Is, so, is he, he has the house um, and the cars. That's the only debt that he has. But so he still owes on his truck. 
Yeah, um, I think he only owes like $2,000 left on it, though. I mean, he's paid it off early. Sure. No, my, and, you know, my, everybody, and again, I can't force anything. Um, I can't force people to want things they don't want. And it's a, it's an okay thing to look at debt different. But if he, if he has a goal and a dream in mind, and the, the thing I'm seeing is this final house, Mm-hmm. Right. If he listens to just that little portion of how to guarantee he gets his dream right next to his father. I mean, to me, it, it doesn't matter if he takes my advice, but if he knows that a person that doesn't know him tried to specifically do his dream, his goal, it doesn't benefit me in any way, shape or yeah. form. If you, go, if you go to honor and mention my name, they'll just go, oh, okay, great. Thanks. That's awesome. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do nothing with it. But, you know, to, to get to that point of, hey, I found a way to make our dreams more of a guarantee. I mean, nothing is a guarantee, but more of a guarantee, you know, he might be interested. Um, mm-hmm. And as I said, like, you know, your husband more than I do. I, I can't, I, you know, until I'm blue in the face, I can't tell you to call the, the credit card company. And, you know, as you said, my husband won't go, won't do a HELOC. So, hey, that's, that's I didn't force it. Right. But. I want that dream and that end goal to be there. I mean, I will tell you, hey, for a thousand bucks a month, keep keep paying your debt. Like, make sure you stay focused mm-hmm. on on your your budgets. Um, if you fall off, right, call David, call myself, and say, hey, some here's what came up. How how would you go about doing it? And right for now, until we get massively huge, I mean, we're gonna give you those answers. Um, <laughs> you know, it, when when we get massively huge, we're gonna have you know some hot young stud that drinks beer, uh, give you the answer, but <laughs> until then, right. it's, gotta, it's gotta be us, you know? So we, we are the show. Um, <laughs> no, it's, you uh, know, any young hot studs Nick? Cause I know. Uh, I mean, yes, I do. Are they financially smart? God, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've kind of found that, you know, it's like, you know, you either have to be one or the other. You know, you either have your street smarts or your buck smarts. You either have to have your, you know, you're cute or you're the nice guy. It's one of those things. <laughs> hey, I'm all the above. I'm I'm a catch, okay? So my wife's no. laughing at your dick. <laughs> no, so I think um now, are you out of medical debt? You paid it all off or do you still have that? I still have one that I need to call back on and, and go back over that's them. Um, it's changed. Days. Yeah, my financial situation has changed slightly. Um, as I was telling David, I have my work, I have a base pay and then I have um, incentive pay. And it's it's hard to bank on incentive pay. And I was making... I was doing really good. The month of October was, was hurtful. Um, I struggled, um, with work with system issues. And so it kind of slowed my work down and I wasn't able to do what I was able to do. So the month of October, I mean, I did make extra, you know, I did still pay, I think five or 600 on the Disney card. Um, but my budget was tight for October. Are you, so medical debt is in collections, correct? Yes. Are you paying on it? I was not until I talked to David. I've paid that off. Um, I called the last one to try to set up a one-time payment, a a settlement. Yeah. 
I'll have to call them back to see what they're willing to do. Yeah, don't 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 make a payment to them at all. Um, oh, if, yeah. it's not, if it's not a, if it, your your credit can't get hurt anymore, right? Um, if it's a if it's a one time payment, that's the only thing you're going to offer them, right? Like they're going to take it eventually. Um, I mean, especially say especially with medical um, right now, especially yeah. during COVID. You're in COVID. They're gonna, you know, I mean, they're they're itching to get any any money they possibly can. So, um, yeah, and so the money that my husband set aside and he was saving, because that's what he does. Um, my lovely husband bought me a new gun for hunting. So, the money that was in his account to do the one-time payments has diminished. Sure. <laughs> because it. But it was a necessity, David. It was. I I wanted to go hunting and he had a shotgun that I was going to use, um, but I have T-Rex arms. And so it didn't sit right and it, it hurt. Um, and so my husband bought me a new gun. You know? hey, I bought two new guns in the last four months. So I got a, um, a Mossberg 520 gauge. Yeah. Compact? I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I can go to my safe right now because right T-Rex arms. So um, yeah, I bought my wife the exact same gun. Um, it's a fantastic like walnut stock on it. Um, right. Shorter, shorter, shorter uh, stock. And so it's, it's a compact. Um, I absolutely love shooting with it. Right. So I'm, I'm here instead of out. Um, but no, I mean, do you need, did you need to No, right. You could have, you could have asked me, if you could have borrowed this gun um, and eventually I might've sold it to you at a discount and then just bought a better one that I wanted. But I'm just saying you, you didn't have to. Yes. It's a necessity um, to, but you have two deers in your freezer already. You they weren't mine. They're my father-in-law's. Yeah. Well, you know, to, to, to talk to your father-in-law say, Hey, we're hungry. We need a piece of meat. He would have let you have it. So um, oh, they're in our freezer. His two deer are in our freezer. Saying, he like, just tell, gave them to us. And he paid for processing. So, you know, it works. Oh, well. he gave them to you. See, so, right. Yeah. So you didn't need any part of this gun. Okay, so. No, you, but he loved me and I wanted it. And so he bought it. That is what you need to do. <laughs> but it was his money. It was his money, not my money. So he bought That's, it for me. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I think it's great um say and then student debt what do you are you paying minimums on that um i so like for right now until i can get the credit cards paid off what i'm doing um if like i think there's like 17 different loans each with different amounts and different interest rates um if the monthly payment on the one is like $18.02. $18 I pay $19. Sure. Um, so I round up to the nearest dollar. So it's not a lot, but it is something. And as soon as the credit card's paid off, um, which David and I talked about should be in about a year and maybe less with what I've been paying on them. Um, so what you're paying on, you should be quick. Eight months. Yeah. And so um, I've been, I've been selling things. Um, and I did return some cans. And as soon as I put the can money in my account, I made an extra payment to the Disney card. It was only $50, but it was $50. Um, 
I, I so have you at seven months. So as um, soon as the credit card debt is paid off, what I was paying in the credit card monthly will go straight to student loans. So or, I'm gonna, no, it should go straight to the car. It'll go towards the car because the car has a higher interest rate, I believe. Um, but I'll, I'll make what I can and I will continually pay on the student debt. So I'm going to say this because Vanessa keeps saying it was only this, it was only that. So I'm on a meeting on Wednesday with my therapist and she goes, yeah, we were talking about money and she goes, well, that's a big step for you because you're the guy that used to run to the bank with a penny. And I said, what do you mean you used to? She goes, you don't still do that. I'm like, the hell, I don't. If I got money, it's going to the bank. I don't care if it's a penny. They're working. They don't care if it's a penny either. I'm taking it. There is no, well, it was only this. That, that's huge. I picked back $50 in bottles, and I made an extra payment to the credit card. That's awesome. I, we can't diminish that by saying, well, it was only 50 bucks. 50 bucks is a lot of money. That's, you know, gas payment for a month. Um, there's more back there, but we where we're at, um, I'm not, it's not worth me to me standing in line. Um, so once the snow starts to fly here, we'll have less people because we live in the tourist town. So as soon as the snow starts to fly, I'll be able to start returning cans more often. <laughs> he lives where you want a vacation house, Nick. Oh, you live in South Haven. I sure do. Yeah. Hey. In about a year, we'll have a house for sale for you. <laughs> is, it, is, it, um, is, it, is it near the kids' corner? No. Downtown, you are not going to buy a house in downtown South Haven for less than 400 It's you just... Wanna, you want to take a bet? I, I, I'm almost willing because... I mean, and actually, actually, you know, my mother-in-law lives closer to town. Her house will be for sale in a year, so... Um, how much... How much how much of a bet are we talking? I'm not sure. I mean, because because like if it's money, I'm probably just going to buy a house I don't want in the first place. Um, so, uh, I looked at I looked at one right on Phoenix Street, uh, just past the light, so in town technically mm -hmm. for for 120. Um, okay. I found I found one just kitty corner to. Um, what would I call it? Kids something? Kids corner? Kids corner. Um, but it was one house to the left, so I couldn't absolutely see the exact view of the of the lake that I wanted. Um, it is an ocean to me, man. I love I love <laughs> sailing. Um, so it was. Uh, but I say I, I can trust me. If if I need to find a place that bad, I will market for it, um, and I will buy a house. So. Um, I, I love the little area. So how often do you eat at Maria's? We don't. I'm sorry. You should. Um, it's my favorite restaurant. Really? <laughs> we do not eat at Clementine's either. We will never go to Clementine's it's ever. It's so again. boring. It's like, I mean, 90-year-olds eat there because, right, the food has no flavor and they like that no flavor feeling. Um, they had the worst service ever. And so we walked out and never to return. Yeah. Uh, when I go there, I just, I hang out at Balak's. Um, okay. Which, so as often as I don't go there, they literally just know me by name because I literally walk in and they just pour me a random beer. It sits there and they just keep pouring me beer until I pay a tab. And they just go, all right, Nixon town. <laughs> like, that's, that's all. I, I enjoy that little town. So my and wife- And actually just, talking about eating out and, and stuff, um, we are actually planning on eating out tonight to Maple Grove Bar. 
Okay. They have like my husband's favorite burrito and it's on special and they took it off the menu. So if he doesn't get it tonight, we have to wait another two, three months for it. So we are getting burritos tonight from the Grove. Man, sounds like we're making a trip to South Haven. Uh, <laughs> all, all this free 99 knowledge is no longer free 99. I mean, it's, it's I cost I don't know when anybody's going to watch this, but it is Small Business Saturday, so go support your local small business. Yeah, it's saying Happy Thanksgiving with the uh, with the turkey yeah. hat. Um, it looks like Princess Leia. Uh, no, sir. It's got turkey little things, okay? Uh-huh. Um, no. So now, what do you, do you have any more questions for us? What uh, what feedback? I mean, you've already told you've already told people that the knowledge that David's kind mm-hmm. of given you has worked. But what, do you have any do you have any questions that we can help you with that we haven't answered? And right now, no. Okay, and then my other question is, um, what's the biggest advice you can give to anybody who might be in somewhat of your same situation? Take responsibility. You need to really figure out where your money is going. That's, that's the biggest thing. And to take, not, I mean, just to say, okay, look, here's my debt and just tackle it. There's, you can't just sit back like I did for five years and just say, oh, it's in collections. What am I going to do? Oh, woe is me. You know, um, if you don't make a plan and plan to succeed, it's not going to happen. I really, I mean, like I told David, I'll, if you want later on, I'll show you my spreadsheets. I have no problems with that. Um, really evaluate your money. Sure. What was what was the eye-opening thing for you when we talked? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just a matter of, I mean, I knew my debt. I knew what it was. I knew it was a lot. I knew it was more than I could handle on my own. It was more of just somebody saying, here's a plan here, you know, somebody helping me and saying, you know, here's how we're going to tackle this. I mean, obviously you didn't say, I'm going to give you money to help you tackle your birth, but here's how we are going to do this. And because it is overwhelming when you are in, I think I was like at 117,000 when I talked to you, David, that's a lot for anybody making 20 to $30,000 a year. You look at that going, how the hell am I going to pay that? And so just having a plan. How, uh, how did you feel before we talked? Like I was very overwhelmed. Um, I very anxious. Um, I had a lot of anxiety just in day to day because it's on your mind all the time. You know, even just when my husband talks about, oh, we've, you know, um, he says we, but like, we have to replace these doors or we have to do this. And I know that's a financial burden on him. And how am I going to help? I'm his wife and I'm not helping. Why am I not helping? Why am I not taking that responsibility off of him? How can I help him? And so it was, it's very burdensome. It's very heavy. It was a very heavy debt weight that I lived every day. And and how did you feel like, I don't know, an hour after we talked compared to a week after we talked compared to now? Um, After we talked, I just, I felt a sense of relief. Um, When I got those three collections paid off, I felt proud. I felt okay, you know, and then um, 
when I started tackling the credit card and I started seeing those numbers going down and I saw the interest that I was being charged less, it's only a couple, it's only a couple dollars, but it's less. It was relief. It was a sense of, I can do this and I'm on the right path. And, you know, and I had that year, you know, we talked about it within a year, I should have the credit cards paid off. And I'm thinking, I'm going to do it for a year. That's my goal. Whether it's 11 months or 10 months, I'm going to do it. I have you, I have you at seven. Like I have you at seven months, like make me proud. I mean, on my birthday. Six. No, just kidding. <laughs> Name that tune right here is what we're doing folks. Uh, you know, I can do it. In, no. So, um, right. My, my birthday is July 20th. Um, and I strongly feel like you can have it paid off on that day. Okay. That's um, my goal. Yeah. Like this is huge. Uh, the way that you're going at it. I mean, you said you've taken work to, to try to get the, the bonus and things like that. You're, you're not spending that bonus anymore. Um, I really, I, seven months. So, um, you know, it goes back to you and wanting to help your husband and, and my advice is it, it is what it is, but are you guys figure out what doors he wants and start shopping for them, especially Black Friday. Um, the gun. Uh, the doors to... that we had to replace are already replaced. Oh, okay. I say, like, if it's a six panel, I mean, Black Friday, there's great deals. Um, my neighbor, my neighbor just hit me up. Hey, if you need doors for your house, they're running a, a great deal. I think they were running yeah. them for like 40, 45 bucks at, at uh, Home Depot or whatever. Well, these were um, French doors. Oh, sure. To, to our deck. Um, we had three sets of French doors, uh, two were in our bedroom and then two were out in the dining room. The people who built the house before were horrible. And so the wood was rotting out and we literally had holes. And so we had to have them replaced before winter. Um, and so we went to Lowe's one Saturday and we bought two just sliding doors. We're not doing French doors. Um, one for the bedroom, one for the dining room. And it was like, 700 bucks for two doors two for two sliding doors sure so next time you have a home improvement that you need um just let me know um i, I get an okay discount at at lowe's um just go to the pro desk talk to them i'll, I'll, I'll walk you step by step of what to do so, um yeah right so it's i i really think that you're on track um i haven't done calculations so What's your minimum payment? What's your minimum payment on um on your student debt in total? Um, one of them is 182. Like I pay twice a month. One of them is 110. One of them is 182. So you just have two student debts at? No, I, I mean, I pay twice. Um, like these bills, these ones are due in the beginning of the month. I have this set that's due at the end of the month. That's how they're, sure. it just happened to work out. Sure. Um, but in so, total, 300 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So we're at 75,000. Uh, you can have that paid off in, I don't know, uh, after everything, honestly, honestly, you should be debt free in three years unless right? Like you, you start working more, um, you start working more or your husband starts pitching in a little bit 
but if you make your same payments, you should be mm -hmm. you should be debt free out of students student loans in three years. Um, I mean, it, it's going to suck for three years, right? Like, but yeah. and that, that all depends on when the house, when that next house comes up, but um, which I, you know, I always tell everybody, Hey, go with the house because you never play the equity game, but you under, or you know, the, uh, sorry, appreciation, but you understand that appreciation is a thing. So mm -hmm. um, we don't, we don't play for the downturn. So I think, I think that's all the questions I have. Um, I mean, you've answered why you're in debt. You've answered how you're working on it, which is amazing. Um, you know, you've paid off debts, which is fantastic. Like you, you've realized, I, I truly thank you for your time. And I, I really think that this is, uh, this is great for me. Um, right. So when David says, Hey, I get to ask all the questions. It's because my mind, my mind has never understood, which doesn't sound normal to people, my mind has never understood the normal way of life, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I'm honest with everybody. Like, I'm millions of dollars in debt in real estate. And as you said, you think about it constantly. Have, you know, I lost my job, my W-2 making nothing and have millions of dollars in debt. I literally have no technical way to pay for it except for rely on other people and, I think about it constantly. It drives my wife crazy because, oh, it'll be okay. No, it won't be okay until it's gone. Right. <laughs> like, That's right. There, there's, nothing is a guarantee. And I, I do my best to make it a guarantee, which is why I had a W-2 for the longest time. So, um, I, you know, debt, debt, is, debt is a thing that will drive you insane. Mm -hmm. And I think once you, once you get out of it and once you pay off that car, oh, I did forget about your car. Um, mm -hmm. How much I still you owe thirty three thousand. Ouch! You got a nice car. What'd you buy? A twenty twenty Rav four. Okay. Um, yeah. I say. Oh, so that I mean that pushes it just a little bit. Yeah, so it was. We I had the cars that I had. Um, I had a Traverse. It was eating us alive. Constant yeah. repairs. Um. My husband works for Bentler out of Holland. And so um, he got a supplier discount. Yep. And so it was just better for us in the long run to buy a new car. I needed something reliable. It's I a, always have our son. I'm sorry. It's a 2020. Mm -hmm. Do me a favor. Even if you don't go to Honor Credit Union with your thing, call Toyota and say, hey, we bought a 2020 right before the pandemic. You're doing 0% interest on this exact car. What can you do for me? And, you know, if your husband wants to keep with the same thing, at least try to get that interest interest rate lower because they're doing 0% okay. interest. Just, just now that I think about it, I mean, it's a 2020. You should be paying nowhere more than 3%. With and They're not going to have to – honestly, if you just go straight to the company that he's at and you make the phone calls and just do all the legwork until he has to get on the phone and say – yes, we're doing this, send the paperwork and he electronic signs for it. He, Toyota is offering huge, huge everything right now. The worst they can do is say no. The best they can do is lower your interest. I mean, that's, that's the biggest yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, get that thing, get that thing paid off. Make sure your husband doesn't go into too much debt for his truck. So you guys can buy that next house. Is your next house in South Haven as well? Yes. Um, right. His dad has 45 acres. 
And so um, the house is on 15 acres next to it. Is and he, we inherit the 45 when his dad passes. Is he off uh, Blue Star Highway? Um, no, he is off. Okay, so you know where Walmart's at? Yep. Okay, so it's, um, he's off 2nd Avenue, which is kind of behind huh. Walmart. Um, just outside right. of, in the country, so. No, no it's perfect. Um, let's say, I... Sure. Uh, you know, I, 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 I literally frequent there more than I should. I'm probably going to Maria's tonight now. Um, <laughs> and his mother lives um, off Bailey, right across the street from the cemetery. Sure. And she's on a double lot. So sure. I say, um, I think, I think you guys, you guys have this, have your, you know, I mean, if your husband's open to it, right, just even if he doesn't want to hear it, like my wife doesn't want to hear my dad all the time, but I still talk to her about it and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. That way I have some type of an ear and she understands that I'm actually, I'm actually working on it. I mean, you know, she, she gets, you know, and my wife will say, Oh, I trust you. You're doing this. And I was like, I don't need you to trust me. I need you to affirm what I'm doing is correct. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, um, just as much as I talk to David, I mean, I don't talk to David about my real estate necessarily but when it comes to hey this is even on stupid cars that i'm paying cash for i'm like hey man i'm buying this it's valued at this what do you think about this and he'll be like all right yep you you sound like you have things kind of figured out or well you know no i think this is you know you should probably look at something a little newer you'll have this you'll have this and i'm like okay it makes sense right like i pick i pick brains of people just to know i mean I'm not self-confident. I mean, I'm a very self-confident person, but when it comes to everything, I, I just want that. Yes, this is, this is exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yep. And that's why I went to David. Cause like I said, I did not agree with my husband on how he thought I should tackle debt. Um, yeah. And so I was like, it didn't make sense to me what he was doing or what he thought I should do. And David kind of validated that for me. And that was not the best choice for me. No. And I, I think, when it comes to spouses, it's so hard because, right? And actually, after I talked to David, um, you know, David, you, when we talked, we were going to, I was going to tackle my Amazon card first. Mm -hmm. And I really thought about it. And I thought, if I tackle the Disney card first, because they have the same interest rate, but the Disney card has a higher balance. So I'm paying more in interest. And yeah. so that is why I decided I, I kind of went against David what he, you know, but I decided that the Disney card, I needed to pay more on first. I, I love the, if you're a badass like that, that's what I tell people. Right. So David, David's a snowball. Uh, I'm an avalanche. I really am. Right. Like I want that again, you, you took that math and said, Hey, this is where my highest thing is. And this is where I'm going. I'm an avalanche guy, right. Tackle the biggest thing. So everything else looks, looks small. Um, hey, I just tackled 10 get 10 10k where 2000. I mean, dude, I'll be done with that and like no problem, or, or 7600. I'll be done with that less time than it took me to get that one. So, um, so I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there. I, I recommend snowball for everybody, yeah. Of course, most people need to see a win, they're yeah. looking for a victory. Yep. I, I don't do snowball myself when I've had that, I, I try to pay off. Uh, not necessarily the highest balance, but the highest interest rate. I try to get rid of 
as quickly as possible. Well, yeah. actually, David, with this, with um, I saw they're the same interest rate. My victory was one, seeing those numbers coming down. Two, you know, every month I get a statement saying, "Here's your month. Here's your minimum monthly payment." I saw that number go down. Yeah, and, which means that I'm the more I pay, the more it's going toward principal. Yep. And then I also saw the amount I'm being charged for interest going down. That was my win. That That's was my victory. So everybody's victory is different. Some people do need to see one debt gone, two debts gone. Mine was, where is my money? You know, I, I so. think that that's a huge thing. Like, right. Like everybody has what they find victory because um, when I say I debt avalanche, I mean, you know, I, I pick whatever one of my houses to pay, but when it comes to savings, I debt snowball. So like I save to make sure I have enough money to pay off my lowest mortgage. And then I save to pay off like that next one. And so the way I figure it, like by the end of it, I'll have enough to pay off my highest. And so my lowest will all be guaranteed pay if that makes any sense. I mean, mm -hmm. right. Like, so when I get a million bucks or whatever of liquid cash, like I will officially have enough to pay off the highest debt and all the lowest are, are pretty much guarantees at that point. Um, because I have, I mean, I have the equity and I have things I've proven that I can get up to the highest. So, I mean, that's why I keep adding more and more uh, properties to, <laughs> to higher value because I need to stress myself um, in my business. I think when you're talking debt with people too, the more you know somebody and, and how their brain works, the easier it is. Because when oh, Gwen and I had the conversation this morning about Vanessa, she goes, oh yeah, I knew when she talked to you, she'd be good to go. She'd be gung-ho on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I don't know Vanessa nearly as well as my wife because I never worked with her. And, you know, we've talked, but we've never talked nearly as in-depth as what Dawn did. So I'm sitting there going, okay, how can I help her right away? Not, hey, Vanessa's going to sit there and go, man, I got $10,000 on this card, but when it hits 9,500, I'm going to be celebrating. Yeah. I, so instead I'm going, all right, well, let's just try to get rid of this stuff. This is what I see, where you'll be. And she's like, yeah, that was great advice. Fuck that. We're going to go this other way. We're going to get rid of things. Hey, I, 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 I love it. I absolutely do. Because, you know, like I said, when you shared with me your spreadsheet and you're tracking everything, I'm going, all right, she, she knows. She, she gets what we talked about. It, it didn't just fall by the wayside. Yeah. No. So um, everybody, I, I hope you enjoyed this video as much as we did. Happy uh, Thanksgiving holidays. Um, let's say I, I appreciate you guys watching. I hope you're learning something from this. Um, as always, like, subscribe, share. Uh, West Sixth Brewing, thanks so much for donating back uh, to uh, to doing great work in the community. Um, it was a good beer. I, I appreciate everybody for this episode. I, I'm I'm going to thank Sagatuck Brewing and Proper Farmhouse for my peanut butter and jelly this morning. That was fantastic. Vanessa will thank Coke. We're waiting for Coke to sponsor us here. We'll drink Coke every time. I mean, I, I will throw some rum in there, but I will definitely drink Coke every time. I'll show the Coke <laughs> can every time. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us, guys. Like Nick said, give us a like, give us a share, tell your friends about us. Send us anything that you think would be interesting to talk about. We're always looking for questions, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks again, Vanessa. We really appreciate it. Yep.